Today is Thursday, October 10th, 2019. On this day in 2012, Kui Chu, QC Chadwick, was murdered. Police quickly narrowed in on her husband of 21 years, Peter. But before he could face justice, Peter went on the run, landing him on the U.S. Marshals' 15 most wanted list. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Every day, we flip back the calendar to this date years ago and recount one event from true crime history. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today we're covering the murder of Q.C. Chadwick. Her husband, Peter, was arrested for the crime, but after posting the $1 million bail, he vanished, sparking an international manhunt. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. This episode features discussions of murder. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Before we unpack the ramifications of the murder of QC Chadwick, let's go back to October 10, 2012, at around 4.30 p.m., just as school was getting out. The Chadwicks were a typical white picket fence family in the affluent suburb of Newport Beach, California. 48-year-old father, Peter, 46-year-old mother, Kui Chu, also known by her family and friends as QC, and three sons, ages 15, 12, and 9. Every day after the bell rang and the rush of kids burst out of the school bus, the two younger Chadwick brothers were instantly greeted by their mother, QC. But on October 10, 2012, when the bus dropped them off, QC was nowhere to be seen. As the minutes ticked away, a neighbor noticed that the Chadwick brothers still hadn't been picked up from the stop. She looked at her watch. It had been over an hour since school let out, and QC never missed picking up the boys. Without a second thought, the neighbor offered them a ride home. The neighbor took the boys into the gated community and to the door of the Chadwick's two-story, Mediterranean-style mansion. But the neighbor was shocked to discover that all of the doors were locked. Peter worked from home, and QC was a stay-at-home mom. Neither of the boys even had a key. Why would they abandon their children like this? Concerned, the neighbor brought the Chadwick boys home with her for dinner while she made some phone calls. Neither Peter nor QC picked up their phones. Eventually, the neighbor called the police. When officers arrived about 7 p.m., the Chadwick brothers said they had tried calling their parents at the bus stop, but got no answer. The officers put out calls to nearby hospitals, but nothing turned up. After nearly an hour, they decided to check inside the Chadwick house. Everyone was beginning to worry there'd been an accident. Upon entering the mansion, the officers quickly established that there weren't any signs of a break-in, doors weren't kicked in, and the windows weren't broken. At first glance, everything appeared normal. However, 
in the kitchen, food was left all over the counters as if a meal had been interrupted. There were a couple of plates, bread, and some lunch meat. The officers then went to the master bedroom. Glass from a decorative vase was all over the floor, as were splotches of dark red blood, extending from the floor to the wall and the drain of the tub. This was now a crime scene. Then investigators realized Peter's Lexus SUV was missing from the garage. They scoured through surveillance footage and discovered that the SUV had left the gated community at 1.32 p.m. that day. Police contacted Border Patrol at the U.S.-Mexico border. Should the Lexus appear, Border Control would detain it. But it didn't appear, and neither did any more evidence in the Chadwick home. As October 10th turned into October 11th, the police remained dumbstruck. But then, at 5.31 the next morning, the San Diego Police Department received a bizarre call from a man claiming that his wife was dead and that two men had taken her body. When asked what his name was, he told the 911 dispatcher that he was Peter Chadwick. Coming up, we dive into the strange aftermath of QC Chadwick's death. Now back to the story. On October 10, 2012, 48-year-old Peter Chadwick and his wife, QC, vanished. The next day, Peter called the San Diego Police Department from a gas station payphone four miles from the U.S.-Mexico border. He told an elaborate and strange story about how his wife, QC, had just been murdered. According to Peter, on October 10th, he picked up a man named Juan and took him back to the Chadwick mansion for a paint job. As Juan started painting the staircase, Peter returned to his home office where he worked as a real estate developer. All of a sudden, Peter heard QC's screams. He rushed out of the office and into the master bedroom where he found Juan drowning QC. Peter claimed he tried to fight off Juan, but Juan was too strong. Juan then took out a two-inch pocket knife and threatened Peter with it. He forced Peter to help him roll QC's naked body in a blanket and put her in the missing SUV. Before they left the house, Peter gave Juan $10,000 and some jewelry from the safe, as well as his phone. Then they headed south, the knife to Peter's throat, QC's dead body in the car. At an Arco station four miles from the border, they pulled over to wait for Juan's friend, Chi. During the 100-mile drive, Peter had begged Juan to let him bury QC. Now, as they waited for Chi, Juan threatened to dismember QC's body and take it to Mexico if Peter didn't cooperate. When Chi arrived in a green pickup truck, they loaded QC's body into the car. Chi and Juan drove off, leaving Peter alone. He rushed into the gas station and called the police. 
But the police found it hard to believe Peter's story, and upon inspecting Peter's body, they discovered that he was covered in scratches, cuts, and a bite mark. Within six hours of the call, Peter was arrested for murder. Between the evidence at the house, the markings on Peter's body, and the shifting details of his story, he was the number one suspect. As investigators dove into the Chadwicks' personal life, they found a likely motive, an unhappy marriage disguised as a perfect one. Peter Chadwick was born into wealth in 1964. While attending Arizona State University in the 1980s, he met QC. Born in Malaysia in 1966, QC also came from a wealthy and well-respected family. The two quickly fell in love. And in 1991, 27-year-old Peter married 25-year-old QC. Not long after that, the couple had three children. QC, unlike the rest of her family in Malaysia, didn't obtain a master's or doctorate degree. Because of this, she stressed the importance of good grades to her boys and made sure they did well at their respective private schools. A stay-at-home mom, QC made sure that everything about the Chadwick's domestic life appeared picture-perfect. But by 2012, it was clear QC felt neglected by Peter. According to their friends, QC took frequent trips without Peter, and talk of divorce echoed in the halls of their home. Leading up to the day of her death, QC discovered that Peter was keeping secrets from her. Police later found a note in QC's handwriting detailing Peter's internet search history. Subjects in the search history included Chinese sex massages, the costs for abortions in Orange County, a divorce lawyer, and torture. And on October 18, 2012, as officers scoured the hills of San Diego County, their worst fears were confirmed. Eight days after she'd been killed, QC's body was discovered in a dumpster in a remote area near Lakeside, California, about 100 miles from Newport Beach. The coroners determined that she had been strangled to death. For the next two months, Peter Chadwick remained in custody until he was able to post bail. Because he had no priors, a judge didn't consider Peter a flight risk. After turning in both his American and British passports and paying the $1 million bail, Peter was free until his trial. But in January of 2015, Peter failed to show up at a pretrial hearing. Investigators rushed to the Newport Beach mansion, fearing he had taken his own life. Instead, they discovered that Peter Chadwick had disappeared. He had emptied his bank accounts and read up on how to change identities. Even more frustrating for the police, Peter had a three-week head start. Disguised as a woman, Peter took a taxi to the Santa Barbara airport, a little less than 150 miles from Newport. From there, surveillance footage shows Peter in different clothes, sitting around for several hours. But instead of getting onto an airplane, Peter got into another taxi and drove off. It was the last time anyone saw Peter Chadwick, until 
August 2019. After Peter Chadwick went into hiding, the search for him became an international effort. Because he had family in Britain and Australia, and QC had family in Malaysia, law enforcement cast a wide net around the globe. Inspired by the recent rise of true crime podcasts, Newport Police even released Countdown to Capture, detailing the case in the hopes for new leads. And Peter Chadwick was placed on the U.S. Marshal's 15 Most Wanted list with a $100,000 bounty. Four years later, on August 4, 2019, Mexican officials captured 55-year-old Peter in the town of Atlisco, about 95 miles southeast of Mexico City. They located him based off a tip from one of Peter's friends. Apparently, he remained in contact with a few people, even while in hiding. On August 5th, Peter was extradited to the United States, where U.S. Marshals quickly met him at Los Angeles International Airport. Currently, he awaits trial at the Orange County Jail, facing homicide charges and a possible prison sentence of 25 years to life. The most devastating part is, during the upcoming trial, the Chadwick brothers will have to relive the horror of their mother's murder, possibly at the hands of their father. Hopefully, some sense of closure can be found, a clear motive discovered, and justice for QC will finally be served. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. At ParCast, we're grateful for you, our listeners. You allow us to do what we love. Let us know how we're doing. Reach out on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast and Twitter at ParCast Network. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler, is a production of Cutler Media, and is part of the ParCast Network. It is produced by Max and Ron Cutler, sound designed by Carrie Murphy, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Paul Mahler, Maggie Admire, and Freddie Beckley. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Joe Guerra. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 